1: good evening everybody and welcome back to another episode of brav bros your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody for whoever wants to listen i am your co-host steel russell joined as always by the one and only mr shooter magooter shoots what's up dude
0: not too much and we had a nice weekend we thought we were going to get into finally the nitty-gritty of beverly hills Ugh, big letdown But you know what? I'm not going to let it keep me down. I had a nice weekend. You told me you had a nice weekend. I went to a brewery on Sunday with my girlfriend, my fiance's family. Wow, I'm a little You got to get I'm still getting there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and tried to watch Red Zone on my phone the entire time. You know how it goes. Seven hours Uh, of commercial free football.
1: Yeah, I love Red Zone. Red Zone's my favorite. We're not, you know, no free ads here. But yeah, I did the same thing Sunday. I didn't move. I watched football for. Eight hours and then I actually capped it off with a Real Girlfriends in Paris episode so I did my job I said I would watch both I watched both on the same day I am a man of my word god damn it but um yeah I had a lovely weekend we had my wife's um parents so my in-laws had their 39th anniversary so we went over there and have a little, a little zosky, a little pizza with the fam, and uh, it was a lovely weekend. That fall weather's starting to creep in slowly. Yeah, you know I'm feeling a little some pumpkin shit maybe getting a little thoughtum up in here. You know what I'm saying? A little what? <laughs> thoughtum. Oh, T H O T U M N. Are you saying that you're a thought? I'm in the fall. I'm a little thoughty
0: yeah I guess naughty and
1: thoughty. give me a pumpkin spice latte and watch me work baby break out the
0: camo <laughs> boots ready to roll
1: i uh, yeah camo boots and a pumpkin spice latte that's where you'll find me
0: i'll be looking at all the coffee shops every <laughs> sunday morning for you
1: I, I might actually have to do that now we might have to do a little bit where we yeah. go to a coffee shop
0: just a quick little bit for the people
1: you yeah know? you know for the content yeah we're all about content we, yeah. we
0: have good fall clothing different styles but you know we can look good throw on some shades sit there with our coffee, and just kind of debrief the weekend.
1: Yeah, that's hashtag thoughtem. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> thought bros. Thought bros. Thought yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. That implies something totally different. Yes, it does. If we start in OnlyFans, we can call ourselves the Thought Bros. <laughs> we have had a few requests to do our show with our socks off. We have, which is a weird request.
0: Hey, I'll, you know, if you want to pay. I'm You're into it.
1: You're going to sell yourself off for foot pictures? Yeah. Okay, well.
0: You got a house to pay for.
1: <laughs> That's right. You're getting married. You got to start thinking of yeah, these things. Exactly. Retirement plan via shooter's feet. What's wrong with that? That's gross. I don't like it. Yeah, you don't, I don't like care saying for that. It. No, I really didn't. Nope. I want to move on from this. Yep. Let's Anyway, go. <laughs> um, so we. Also, we just did a guest spot on hashtag no filter with Zach Peter, one of our good friends in the podcast slash Bravo game. So go give that a listen, give him some support, subscribe over there. But um, I had a blast with him as usual. Um, we always have a good banter.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was nice. Uh, what was it? Saturday we did it. Yeah, Saturday morning. A little, little Saturday afternoon, and then we get the rest of our day to ourselves. So, you know, don't accuse us of not working on the weekends. Yeah,
1: we always, everybody's working for the weekend. Well, every Brav Bro's working for the weekend. Damn it. I had it in my head. I had a pun, and I whiffed. I don't know. Where, where's the pun, though? I, I can't. I can't go back. We moved like on. Move on again. move on. in, like, five minutes. On. Yeah, we're moving on. Anyway, and uh, before we get into the Bravo news, I do want to say, in Brav news, we have so much cool shit coming up. I will leak a little bit. I'm going to leak. I can't hold in everything. I, right. I'm just going to leak one You're
0: gonna thing. You're going to
1: spring a leak. I'm going to spring a leak real All quick. Right. We have real Bravo people coming on the show soon. Like people that you watch frequently that we may or may not comment on for the past twenty weeks. They're coming on this show with me and this moron. Yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> let's just hope I know we've said some bad things about pretty much everyone, but yeah, across the board though. Yeah.
1: We're you fair. Know,
0: nobody can hide from us.
1: No, and I think honestly, I, I brought this premise out to you before, just not on the air, but I feel like you know we might be the batman of bravo both of us batman we're both batman yeah much like our eagles wide receivers they have all said that you know they're all batmen there's yeah, no robbers so ipso facto we are the eagles but um i feel like because we tend to not pull any punches one i don't know how many friends we're going to make on bravo we've gotten a couple that will be on the show but overall you know we're i feel like we're Not the heroes that they want, but the heroes that that you deserve.
0: We've been sitting here for weeks talking about which housewife is going to pop up and be the hero that we need in that moment. And it falls flat almost all the time. There's been a couple of shining moments here and there, whatever. But we're tired of sitting back and waiting. So we're just going to step up. We'll be the Batman. We'll we'll do the job. I'm more of like a Michael Keaton, Tim Burton Batman. What are you? thinking oh who's
1: my batman yeah. who who would who i be? who would you be as a Batman? oh yeah. man i think i would have to go with uh <laughs> you know go bell Kilmer. <laughs> no i was gonna say ben affleck batman but no 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 <laughs> that was just a goof yeah. um i think i'd be christian bale batman because that's i think that that was the one that like really did it for me. Now I did go back and watch um, the first and the third one. Dark Knight will always and forever be a phenomenal movie. For sure. The first and the third didn't hold up as well as I thought they would.
0: I still like the first one a lot. The third one never really holds up, but you can't really have a repeat performance after what Heath Ledger did.
1: Yeah. Well, but the, the first one... Bane was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the my The first Bane. one set it up so well that I, I still really like that one, but... I always try to, because there's so many different types of Batman, and we can really get into this discussion, Is this, is
1: this the Batman podcast now?
0: Well, let's be honest. We thought that we were going to have a huge segment on Beverly Hills tonight. We talked about it beforehand. Let's do a short skit here, short skit here, big Beverly Hills. Yeah.
1: The episode sucked. It was the worst one of the season. I literally texted Shooter before the show and said, yo, what do you think about... We just kinda skim through Southern Charm and Girlfriends in Paris real quick and just save like the majority of the show for Beverly Hills. We're finally getting the culmination of Aspen. God damn it. We didn't even get close. That was awful. I was livid the whole time. I was just waiting for it to happen. Never happened. Getting more and more frustrated. I start anger texting you. So well, now, now, you're,
0: like- now you're anger podcasting. This I is great. Oh, see how it... This is what happens. But we will get there. I know. But for now, yeah. I mean, honestly, you, t- you look at the different type of Batman. <laughs> I like... <laughs>
1: anyway now that we filled the time that we needed to (laughs) let's get on (laughs) takes a lot beverly hills yeah jesus but let's get on to the bravo news um i want to start off with a doozy in my mind because i'm pretty sure he can get killed for this but asher was liking tweets that were talking shit about diana Mm -hmm. what the hell
0: i don't know if now sometimes i do this especially like on our twitter I will like certain tweets. It's almost like I'm putting a pin in it rather than taking a screenshot, putting the pin in it like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Let me go back and read into that later. Maybe he's doing that to kind of store these all. I'm doing a full on spin Are zone for Asher right to now. help Asher? I don't know. I really don't know, honestly, what's going through my mind right now, but I'm going to get it all out. He went and liked all of these tweets and a lot of them were just ripping Diana, making fun of her. A lot of pictures of her licking her lips, talking about that. And he was liking every one of them. You can take it that way if you want to and just say that maybe Splitsville, maybe they're on the rocks. No I'm not way. Really sure. No way. I, it would be a bad move by him, but who knows? Maybe his musical career has taken off.
1: No, it's not. I saw a music video of his come out that Dev showed me. It was, first of all, it was called Geisha Girl. So already bad look number one. Second yeah. of all, it was horrible. The song sucks. He's rapping, dude. Did Isn't he write it? it? It's his song. okay. I would imagine he wrote it, and regardless, he signed off on singing it, but it's a rap video (laughs) where he's driving around in a golf cart. He looks like a moron. He sounds even dumber. Like, it was arguably one of the worst music videos and songs that I have witnessed. But here's what I think happened. I think that Diana grounded him and took away his allowance (laughs) and let him have his phone, and he was mad, and he was just like, liking tweets to get back at diana because he was angry at her for for reprimanding him mad at his mom she sent him to his room and he anger tweeted (laughs) but he's too scared to actually tweet so he just likes other people's tweets he's like me
0: yeah it's it's always astounding to me that people don't know how social media works and we actually had not to you know bring it back to philly sports but doc rivers got in trouble last week for the exact same thing except he was liking some graphic pictures oh yeah i saw that it's like so stupid like these people don't realize you like something it goes to your profile pretty much on everything now yeah you can always get traced back to the things that you like why are you out here doing this unless one like you said you're proving a point maybe he doesn't care if she sees it two my theory somehow fucking pans out and he was just putting pins in them so he could show mommy later no shot Uh, no shot i don't know we're sitting here trying to get into the mind of
1: asher which is impossible and i refuse to do it Moving on. We're just going to keep moving on from this shit because I'm fed up after tonight. God damn it. We have, ai mean, a lot of our news is Beverly Hills centric once again. And I'm starting to think that we've discussed it before. We discussed it on Zach's podcast a little bit. I think that the reason we have to talk about Beverly Hills so much is their affinity for social media. Like no other franchise abuses the social media platforms like Beverly Hills does. They always force this shit to the front. Like, we see everything that's going on 24-7. Now, mm-hmm. on one hand, great. Like, that gives us a real insight into these women, and they're starting to really portray their characters on the show in their real lives. But on the other hand, it's almost like we are too involved. It's like we have too much say on what's going on. We have too much input. They're giving us too much shit. They're reading and listening to what we, as content creators, are making, what just fans are commenting on. Like you have Bravo Labs going into the comment section and responding to anybody and everybody. I think that we've reached a point with Beverly Hills where it's, it's too much involvement. We need to kind of separate, but because they keep force-feeding us this nonsense, we're going to keep commenting on it. And this one goes to Rinna, and I, I guess she asked for $2 million. First of all, before we even get to that, like Rina has been an absolute tornado on social media like she's i think she's losing her fucking mind like it's crazy everything that she's posting on instagram that she's the lebron james of bravo yeah or beverly hills whatever like
0: no i think she would say bravo honestly and, and we'll get into that in a sec but yeah keep going
1: she asks for two million dollars which would in fact make her the lebron james of bravo yep, the she... highest paid athlete on our television screen bravo elite bravo elite sure. No, oh, we can do better than that Nah, I don't fucking know. To nah, there. There's nothing what, there. Um, Moving on. But she wants $2 million. And a lot of theories have come out from this. The first one that I think makes the most sense is that she's asking for an obscene amount of money so that when they say no, she can come out and be like, well, that's why I didn't come back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to get invited back. And she's going to lean on the lack of them agreeing to her contract as the reason.
0: Yeah. And I could definitely see that. And I, I did a little bit more digging into it just kind of through twitter and everything else the article was from radar online and this is the site that came through with the rumor that kathy hilton used a slur during her whole escapade up in aspen which i guess we can still kind of hold out for that because i guess we're getting more of it next week i don't know fucking why but here we are and the other there was another story about dorit's dog a couple years ago or last year now the way that they wrote this article it said Rina is all of Bravo. She is the reason that Bravo is doing so well. She's the best housewife, blah, blah, blah. She deserves this money. Who the fuck would write that? Like, have you been watching the show? Have you been watching the show for the last five years? She's been nuts and she's been terrible. So I think, and a lot of people think online that she's been the one feeding this gossip to this website. And now they're like, all right, we'll paint her in a good picture because she's given us a lot of shit.
1: Ooh, I like that. So it's,
0: it's a good conspiracy theory that all the writing's there. Now, Does she deserve $2 million? Absolutely
1: not. not After this performance, I
0: honestly, I don't know. I I would honestly say right now that no one really deserves $2 million because it's just not that captivating. I mean, we are just ripping this show apart pretty much the entire season. We're hoping that it's going to be better and it's just not getting any better. Rinna is part of the reason why it's not getting any better. So I think I agree with you in the sense that this is another one of those moves. Like, I'm going to quit before I get fired. Right. But instead of doing the full blown quit, instead of saying, you know, I wanted like, Creative direction in where the seasons go, or any of that bullshit that people have claimed in the past. She's just saying, "Oh, I wanted more money, and they said no. I deserve that. I'm a fucking star, which is what she always says. I'm going to be Lisa Rinna after this fucking show. Then so go be Lisa Rinna after go. the fucking show. Or you know what? Go do what Kyle did and go land a Netflix show. Netflix pays fucking everybody. <laughs> just go and do something. They'll give you some money, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead. No one cares. Everybody wants you off the screen. Nobody gives a shit anymore."
1: This show fucking sucks. Are you good? Yeah. Do you feel this is better? an angry podcast, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of anger tonight, yeah, guys. We're getting after it. Yeah, we I apologize on behalf of both of us. I know shooter won't, but No. <laughs> Unapologetic always. I don't know how much dancing with the stars you watch. Um, None. Have you ever watched it? Yeah, I mean, bits and pieces. You never like dove in for a full season? No. So when I was in junior college, I lived with my grandparents in West Texas, and all of my teammates lived on campus, and I lived like 30 minutes away, so I didn't really hang out with them. I hung out with my grandparents a lot, which was actually awesome. But I would do crosswords and drink Crown Royal with my grandfather, it was lovely. And with my grandmother, we would watch Dancing with the Stars religiously. I was so invested in it. It was the season with Chaz Bono. And I watched every single episode, start to finish. I was a huge fan. So I dive back in occasionally. Okay. Um, and these worlds collide because Teresa Judice is now a contestant on Dancing right. with the Stars. Did you see her dance or clip? Yeah, on? I did see her dance. All right. So we're going to do the, the full DWTS. Okay. Let we, me hear. Are we allowed to review this? <laughs> I just want you to give me one to ten. How okay. did she do? It?
0: Um, better than I thought.
1: That's not a number, but okay.
0: I'm still. I'm just gonna go middle
1: of the pack and go five. You're giving her five. Yeah, I gave her it, four.
0: Yeah, I I didn't expect her to be good, but she was better than I thought. I agree with but that. But she still wasn't good. I agree. If that makes sense. That's a five in my. But opinion.
1: there's a lot of people. Th- we'll probably catch a lot of shit for this because there's a lot of people on Instagram that said that. Wow, Teresa like. Killed it. She was awesome. She was amazing. I think that if you look at it from the scope that you just said, I didn't expect a whole lot and she delivered more than I expected Mm -hmm. for sure. I'll give her that. And she flipped the table to start the dance off. Thought that was really funny. Nice job. Little Bravo callback. Good for you. Did I think it was a stellar performance? Absolutely not. I thought it was mediocre at best. So I I give her a four. Well, now you
0: just started off by saying that you are an expert,
1: right? So I think so, a four is a fair score. Yeah, I think that's and fair. And granted, she was also at the bottom of the pack when it yeah. came to actual votes. So I am right. Now, like, do
0: you think that this is one of those, like, she's going to warm up into being a better dancer? Uh, probably.
1: She'll... she'll get better. They all do. Like, they, yeah. to some degree, like, you can see as the show progresses, everyone has their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like, they get to a certain point and they just can't get any better. They all improve, though. And there are certain people that you see from the jump that you're like, oh, they're going to be fantastic. I do think it's kind of bullshit sometimes because like they had Sean Johnson on once. Yeah, that's not and fair. um you know, she's a gold medal gymnast so yeah. like obviously she can learn the steps better than someone that doesn't do anything athletic or like so it always bugs me in that regard, but there's always that one that'll totally surprise you like Like, Iman Shumpert was on it um, one season, and he was fucking amazing. He might have won, actually. Um, And he was, like, the first dance I saw him, I was like, because I just remember from the Cavs when they won um, the NBA championship. and um, Well, to be
0: fair, Iman Shumpert is married to or was dating Tiana Taylor.
1: I think they're still together.
0: Yeah. That's so, a good I mean, point. But she's That's a good very point. good dancer. She's a great dancer. Okay. You think they're not dancing somewhere behind closed doors? They, you kind of pick it up. And he's, he's a pro athlete. Again, not Again, fair.
1: the pro athlete thing. No, I'm yeah. just saying, like, I didn't expect him to be as graceful. He's like a, he's a basketball player. He was like, mm-hmm. a, and he was a tough basketball player. He played hard. So Now, you know who we have to get on Dancing with the Stars? Who? Rob Minkoff. <laughs> we should get Rob Minkoff. My man's there. got moves. He, he can dance yeah. a little bit, and they can do a whole Lion King thing. I'd Everybody wins. It. I'd be into it. And the last bit of news that we have to comment on, because we have a new brav bro that just came out of the woodworks, and that's John fucking Ham. John oh, yeah. Ham, confirmed on Howard Stern, is one of us. And I couldn't be more thrilled to have such a dapper, manly gentleman join our ranks. Yeah, we're going to have to reach out to him and get him on the show. I, I actually was, like, trying to. He doesn't have an Instagram. We'll figure it out. If any of you know John Ham... Shoot him a line. Yeah. Help us out. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. We'll get him. And that takes us to our favorite city overseas, Paris, uh, an on our And um, Getting better. Every week. Every week, improving a little bit. I'm going to start Rosetta Stone soon. Practicing but, um, in the mirror. <laughs> I may or may not practice. When my wife's around, and I apologize to Dev for having to listen to me say French words incorrectly. But, once again, fucking loved this episode. I love this show. I'm here for it. I'm all about it. I hope that other people share this similar sentiment, because I want this show to continue. I'm really enjoying myself in Paris. And the one thing I will say, because I have read some reviews after the first couple episodes dropped, and they were not great. We talked about it with Zach a little bit. I think that people need to go into this show expecting an entirely new experience. Mm-hmm. If they go in the show trying to look for a Real Housewives or a Southern Charm or any of the other Bravo shows, I think you will be disappointed because it's not the same. You yeah. have to go into this with like a fresh perspective and take it for what it is. It's a brand new show, brand new people, brand new setup, brand new city. Like, Give it time. I think people are way too quick to, like, want to compare it. And I think that's the wrong way to, like, usher in these new shows on Bravo.
0: Yeah, and I think we did talk about it. I mean, they have a good formula going. And I think that this episode was really well done. They had a little bit of everything. I mean, we've had Anya kind of, like, take us through as tourists through the life that is Paris. And not only that, we got a little bit of whimsical action, some good comedy, and then we got some drama. And we got a good old fashioned drink pour. Right, or drink did. splash or drink throw, whatever you want to call it. It's a drink toss. Drink toss, I think. I'll it's give a drink it toss.
1: A drink pour just sounds like somebody's pouring you a drink. But we had
0: a little bit of everything in this episode between I think it was Aja and Casey. We're talking about a guy that they met on the speed dating that was hitting both of them up and they just yeah. kinda like put him on blast, but Casey actually went out with them when he was talking to Aja. So there's a little bit of intermingling drama Wait, going did? on.
1: Yeah. Did? I didn't I you didn't catch that, that part. No. They went subtitles,
0: out? man. I got a uh, yeah. God. Lesson learned. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, we got a little bit of everything. I thought that the dating, the speed dating scene was masterfully done. It was oh, hilarious. It was great. Anya being the... Marquee person. I'm trying to throw French words in here, um, but her... I think
1: you used marquee last week. You can't keep using the same I don't word. I think I used
0: marquee last week, but uh, we well, guess we'll find out, roll back those tapes, <laughs> but her kind of being the ringleader of the whole thing. And she had the little spectacles and she was walking around, make dropping little one-liners. Oh that my were God. That's why hitting... they say
1: what a spectacle. Oh, whoa wow one i just sounded really stupid if everybody else knows that but if you didn't if that's no, why that's got
0: to be one of those things that's did they just name phrase... it spectacles
1: because of no no chance let's move on yeah let's just, move on <laughs> let's <laughs> sliding
0: on um but no yeah i really do think that because they eased into this the first couple episodes were getting to know everybody it's light it's fun we're kind of just getting introduced to everyone there's not really any drama now we get some drama and it really wasn't too bad it wasn't forced. It wasn't annoying. It was still nice, and we immediately kind of rose to Victoria's side, and we're like, "Fuck that guy, move on." So I don't know. I'm really enjoying it.
1: No, I am too. I will say, um, and we're just gonna jump around all over this episode. But after the speed dating thing, first of all, Nicholas is the dude that I guess Casey actually ended up going out with. Yeah, Nicholas stole the show every girl wanted a piece of Nico Suave. I actually made that joke to Dev and then wrote it down in my notes because I thought it was so clever. Like, Rico Suave. I get it, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Not even a chuckle. I, I would appreciate some support sometimes. Just, like, help me out. But after the speed dating thing, like, they're all, like, debriefing the evening. First of all, Victoria pisses these girls off without doing anything. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of jealousy about, like, the allure that she carries and, like, she has a way with dudes. Like, guys are drawn to her. I mean, she's gorgeous and she's, I guess, the mysterious factor. I'm not really sure. There's something there.
0: It's weird. It's like the same thing. Like, the same thing that brings the guys in also makes the girls jealous. And maybe it's obviously because the guys are being drawn in, but it's also just I mean, the way that they talk about her, they just don't understand. Like, she's an enigma. Yeah. And like, I just don't get why these guys are drawn to her. And, like you said, I mean, Nicola stole the show with the girls. I thought they all kind of sucked in their own way, but I, at, all at those times I thought the girls remember. kind of sucked too. So, I mean, Emily's sitting over there just sulking in the corner because she's like, nobody
1: picked me. It's like, well, I would, were you fun? Whoa, well, well, I would feel horrible if I just sat through a speed dating thing and, like, I went over. Yeah. And especially because every other girl had more than one match and Emily didn't make – do you know how bad I would feel? I also thought it was a weird move to have that format As yeah, a, I agree. as a viewer fucking great yeah love it like that should be how every speed dating thing goes mm-hmm. if i was involved in that event on either side guy or girl i would have been mortified i'd be like oh shit i thought this was like under the radar like you text them and let them know i picked them or like well
0: no i, I, I sort of agree with that but more so the women were allowed to pick multiple guys i think the that's guys speed dating were only allowed to pick one girl really yeah That was the whole thing. So like uh, Anya said, whoever picked this person stand up and multiple women stood up, they only had to pick one girl. I didn't put that together. I feel like it should have just been even. And all right, here's everybody's name in a hat here's who you chose. Here's who you chose. Or you should we'll like see a, how this works like out like a
1: one, two, three ranking system. Something and if like you're that. like one, one, then yeah. you, you go out on the date, but whatever. That's beside, but I do the agree
0: point. that it is better for TV the way that they did
1: it. Oh, absolutely. But I thought that afterwards, like I've been team Victoria all the way. And this is fun because I get to like develop opinions about all of these girls, like organically, there's mm-hmm. no stuff in the media from like prior appearances and other reality shows. So it's all genuine. And Up until this point, I'd say my top two are Casey and Victoria. And Victoria took a step back tonight because after the event, they're sitting there debriefing and she does like the humble brag thing where she's like, Yeah, like they all picked me. And I'm sitting there like pointing at my girls, like, No, these girls are hot as fuck. Like, pick my friends. It's like, you don't have to intro that with they all picked me. Second, don't bring it up, period. You won the event, right? Like, if you can win speed dating, Victoria, you won speed dating. Congratulations. All of your friends feel like shit because of how well you performed. Shut up.
0: Like, she also had no intention of talking to any of the guys there anyway. No, she's
1: talking to that chick from London. Yeah. So don't show up, maybe? I, mean, I think you show up to support your friends. Yeah. But then she's like, I wasn't even being flirty. I was being bitchy. Roll the tape back. You were being flirty with every single one of them. Yeah. You told that one guy you were going to see him. that Nicholas, again. He said, I'll see you this weekend. He said, we'll get tat," Or she said, we're going to get tattoos. And he said, why not? Like, that's flirting, bro. Like, that's the definition of flirting. Mm-hmm. And then you sit there and gloat under the guise of trying to like support your friends which is bullshit Ajo wants to kill her like she's making faces at her the whole time and if I made memes I've never made a meme and I don't plan on making a meme however if I made a meme Aja's face was up for a good five seconds and she was just making this like furrowed brow where she was like staring at Victoria just like so pissed that she got picked by every guy there mm-hmm. and then after the dinner like when they are talking every confessional that happens with the girls are like hey Victoria love you stop talking yeah like please just stop talking as it should be yeah like emily didn't get picked
0: no but we do get like a little bit of fallout as i touched on a little bit earlier that you didn't catch at all i guess no when they were just walking around having hot wine and some cheese and it was just casey and aja aja and casey or i guess aja brought it up first that that guy was hitting her up on instagram she started it she said let me i found him on instagram that night i slipped into his dms started talking no 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 no
1: no No, she just friended him. He slid into her DMs. Okay, fair
0: enough. So he slid into her DMs talking about going out and doing this and that and whatever. After he sent
1: a selfie, weird move.
0: Yeah, and she liked it, which is also weird. But then Casey lets her talk it all out and then goes, well, he did the same thing to me and then shows the messages Mm -hmm. all the way through. And then they find out that he wanted to hang out with both of them that night, I guess, and he picked Casey over Aja while Aja was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go to bed. And Casey's like, well, he tried to get me to go to bed.
1: Oh, I was that's like Oh, okay. all right.
0: And she's like, wait a minute. So I'm sitting at home texting this guy, and he was out with you, he and said that was it, the
1: whole thing? He set it up. He said, I've got three birthday parties to go to, and then- What a weird thing to say. I know. It's a weird thing to say. It's, again, the humble brag. Aja told him, like, yeah, text me when you're off work, and he texted her and said, I'm just going to go to bed, mm-hmm. which I'm, a, I'm assuming that when he gets done work, it's got to be, what, five Six yeah. at the latest, a late night at the office, maybe seven, right? You're not going to bed. That's no. a terrible excuse. And then come to find out he wasn't going to bed. He was trying to go to bed with Casey. So, Nicholas, flying college of speed dating. Now I think we understand why he's still speed dating. I think this
0: might be a little glimpse
1: into <laughs> the French men though, too. A whole. Yeah. A whole.
0: They don't like us, so <laughs> they don't. we don't like them.
1: No, they, they made a couple of comments while speed dating you know, against us, so. Very American thing to do. Yeah. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria finally confronts Johan about his poor performance at work, which we saw it again. They're having a photo shoot, which he's supposed to arrange the cast for, like, to get all of the models there. He shows up towards the end of it. He's in charge of social media. Like, you should be there taking pictures the entire time. Mm -hmm. He shows up late. He's kind of, again, ho-hum about it. He's on his phone. I'm sure he's taking some pictures, but then he seems disinterested. He's, he asked
0: Victoria what app she was using to take pictures. Yeah, what? Like, you're the social media master. You manager. should know that. Figure it out. You
1: should have three different apps that you take different photos on mm-hmm. for Instagram. Like, and
0: probably a real picture, not yeah. a phone. Right, you should have or a fucking, I'm sorry, a real camera.
1: Yeah, a real yeah. picture. You should have a real picture real to take picture. a picture. Old-timey. Um, <laughs> but the whole thing, like... It was really kind of frustrating for me to watch. One, because she pulls out a handwritten speech, which she reads verbatim to him, which I thought was, I understand what she was trying to do to make sure that she gets all of her points across. He's supposed to sit there and just listen to you read off a letter to him. It's yeah. almost like, I don't know if that's the best way to approach it. But
0: Not to like a friend that you've been friends with for years, Yeah, and seems... you claim as your best friend who has walked you through all of the trials and tribulations of your marriage that failed now to sit him down i get it like he's been doing a shit job at work and she has the whole thing about him going behind her to go to her friends to to give them style tips and give them whatever so it's a bad look for yohan i get that but does he deserve to sit there and have a speech read at him probably not
1: i think it deserves a heart-to-heart conversation in which you're you know genuinely just talking to him but what really annoyed me was i hate when people are talking especially when you preface it with look i love you but we need to have a conversation right now. This is a tough conversation for me to have, so respect that and listen. Mm -hmm. Every sentence, he has something to say. And it's not even like a response. It's just a noise or like the worst thing that you can do. She says, you know, you've been treating me like you belittled me. You're Mm -hmm. making me feel small. He goes, you too. Like, don't do that. Like, if you have something to say, if you have a qualm with her, she's taking the time and the respect to like sit there and like walk you through it have the same respect for her where you're going to sit there and talk to her about it. Don't just like throw out little shit every five seconds.
0: Yeah. And I think part of it is we get a very one-sided view of what this looks like with the cameras obviously being there for her show. Maybe, I mean, we know how editing works and producing works with these shows. Maybe, I mean, obviously he's showing up late and he's not doing his job correctly. And obviously the things going on behind her back, but there could be other things that are going on that makes him feel belittled. So I don't want to like write that off entirely, but I do agree that she's just trying to get this out. She has a fucking notepad in front of her reading these things. Just let her talk and then talk at the end of it. That's just, I feel like the respectful thing to do in any of those situations. And we never see it happen.
1: Like no, that. because he doesn't really have respect for her because what he uses against her was really Gross, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. for him to say, Are you going to jump me like you've jumped people before? He's referencing, I guess, when she found out that her husband was cheating on her, she cold cocked him and knocked him out. Love that. Yeah. She just punched him in the face, knocked him out cold.
0: Yeah. Fully support that.
1: Yeah. I mean, do what you got to do, girl. Like, if he's out running around on you, hell yeah. Then he might deserve a little, you know, knuckle sandwich. Mm -hmm. But obviously, this is a moment where she feels she reacted out of emotion and she regrets it. You know, she put hands on somebody else. Like, obviously you're going to feel a certain way about that after the fact. And she's mortified at the situation. She's pretty disgusted with herself that it happened. And in confidence told yo on that, like, that's something that doesn't need to be brought to light. That's no. something you tell your best friend, like that you have to work through. I'm sure that after that, like, let's understand the ramifications of that. Like that's her marriage. It's not like she punched a dude in the street that was talking shit to her. Like that's her husband. So I'm sure that there's a lot of emotions that are involved in that. And for him to use that as ammo because he's pissed off that she's calling him out on his shit is childish. It's immature. It's really fucking rude. And he deserved to have a fucking drink thrown in his face. And I thought the best part, because like, I knew that was going to happen, because they've been showing that clip for like yeah, three weeks. Yeah. When she doubles down with the basket of french fries, I literally went, oh, damn. Like, That's great. That <laughs> was such a good move to dump french fries on him. And then she broke the plate. And then she like puts on her coat. He goes to the bathroom and says she's done in Paris, which there is no shot that you have that kind of pull. Buddy. No chance. She's, again, mortified. And I do appreciate how she handled the situation because she goes outside and just like, makes a phone call, I think, to Margot.
0: Yeah, and she did apologize to everybody around that saw it. Yeah. Was it the most heartfelt apology? No. The first she was still part, very mad and like the, seething.
1: The first part felt genuine. The second part <laughs> she seemed sarcastic. I was like, that's a weird move. Yeah. <laughs> what are you getting at? I didn't understand it. But she calls her and says, like, I fucked up and you did. Like she did fuck up because mm-hmm. now anything she says is not going to carry any weight because there's too much to mend there for her to rehash what the initial problems were. Yeah. But All in all, fucking great episode.
0: Yeah, I loved it.
1: It was so good.
0: Now, I do want to say that it seems like, I mean, obviously untimely that Margot gets COVID and misses out on all this. It does kind of seem like she's kind of falling off quickly. We barely see her at all in any of these episodes. When we do, they have to go to her apartment to go talk to her. That's a good point. Like, she's a recluse. She just stays in all day. Now she has COVID, so she's a reason to stay in, but she never wants to go out. She never wants to do anything. So I don't really understand I'm going to, just bring this up now.
1: Why are you on the show? Well, we got a glimpse from next week where she's out and about with a gentleman. So maybe Hopefully. we'll see. Look, again, we're early on here. Yeah, but you we're not here see time her, to see
0: her. I guess maybe in some way you're here to see her out and about with a gentleman in France.
1: It's but, called Girlfriends in Paris. That's literally go out what with we're watching it for. I, for sure. Yeah. And I think that, again, give it time to grow. Okay. I am. It's episode four, season one. Mm-hmm. Relax. So with Southern Charm tonight, I thought, you know, it was a decent episode. It was a tough Craig episode. Craig had a, a tough showing, but yeah. um, again, we're just going to jump around. We got a conversation between Austin and Taylor, and I actually posted about this and said, has Austin grown was the question on the post. And we got a lot of responses, and I thought it was interesting. Some people said yes. Like some people said, I can't believe I'm an Austin fan now. I'd say more people said, no, absolutely not. And one person said, no, this is just a move that guys do to try to get in good with their friend's girlfriends, so when mm-hmm. they break up, they can slide in. What are your thoughts on that? Because I thought that was an interesting preposition. I don't know if I agree with it, but I want to know what you think about it.
0: No, I, I think that really what it is, is Austin grew up with sisters. He had, like, he had three sisters. Obviously, one of them passed away untimely. But he still grew up in a house and he talks about it all the time with his, he had a mom that was working all the time. He has, you know, two sisters that he kind of learned from him and his dad are really the only guys in the house. So I thought that was a move by a guy who has been around girls his whole life that kind of knows how these things work. And not only that, but respects them and wants them to respect themselves. Because I feel like that's what he wants for his sisters. So when he talks to Taylor and he says, you're like a little sister to me. I don't think there's anything weird and malicious about that. I know a lot of guys that are like, I really want to just like be best friends with my friends, girlfriends, because I think that's like a good look for me or whatever. Weird situation. This I don't think is one of those. I think he was genuinely just being nice and he's worried because he does respect Taylor and he sees her and we see her when she's out with the girls last week talking about Shep and she's like, he's just misunderstood. Nobody gets it. And all the girls are just like, just stand up for yourself, respect yourself in those situations. And she hasn't thus far, but you know, at some point, you just kind of have to stop talking about it and just let her handle it because she's an adult. And I thought that Austin, what he was doing was, if anything, he might be overstepping a little bit with his friendship with Shep, and like kind talk of Shep. trashing. I know, but like as a friend, you don't really go behind your friend's back and talk to the girl. You can say something in passing, but to have a whole sit down, heart to heart, it, it was a little emotional. Sure, was it a little much? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think there
1: was anything like malicious behind it. I don't think so either. I will two rebuttals. One, I don't know what their relationship was prior to dating. Shep. Mm-hmm. like, did they know each other? I would like to know more about that to see how this. It is a small town, kind of but bonded. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I don't know for a fact, and I think that would play into kind of how I feel about the whole scenario. My second thing is, if you have known her for two years and you've grown to respect her then you owe it to her to kind of be like, look, is Shep my boy? Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit by and watch this shit happen because it's not like trivial bullshit amongst a relationship where they just like, can't get along and just like annoying squabbles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, it's pretty dark at times. Like He's mm-hmm. mistreating her a lot. Like, and we all see it. Austin clearly sees it because he's the closest. And let's not forget, Austin knows all the shit that goes on behind the scenes. They yeah. referenced it before. He's seen it happen. Whitney has a quote tonight where he's like, he's been faithful for like the last six to eight months. And he mm-hmm. like, great. They've been dating for years. What the fuck does that mean? So I disagree. I think that, yeah, in a lot of cases, you toe that line of overstepping. But in this case right here, I don't think he is. I think he's looking out for somebody because he sees a shitty situation. And I also think partly it might be to protect Shep. It might be to be like, look, dude, clearly this isn't it. Like, this is not the right thing for either of you. Like, Shep's not going to listen to reason. Taylor is that's my thoughts
0: that's a pretty good thought and i think we're gonna have to lump you into the category of i can't believe that i'm coming around on austin yeah
1: but i admitted that last week yeah i know you're still there you're not fully into i will always admit my flaws okay i will always come out and say if i was wrong in the past i've been wrong a lot on this show and that's fine okay i'm over it it's okay (laughs) moving on uh moving on um And the only other major thing that happened was just this dinner. We see them all come together at the end. We got to watch an embarrassing tennis match with Shep. I thought that was ridiculous when obviously he's super competitive. I don't need to comment on that. But for him to say Michael Jordan was super competitive, like to compare himself to the greatest basketball player of all time, is banana land that was yeah.
0: crazy well austin also said that craig thinks that he's the lebron james of every sport <laughs> yeah. so we got a lot of weird basketball analogies we being lot, thrown around.
1: Yeah. i thought it was funny that craig says i'm pretty good at a lot of sports yeah like, and i get that like, i mean what, honestly is it a like, narp yeah a narp yeah non-athletic regular person yeah i
0: throw that term around a lot <laughs> but as somebody who i mean i picked up tennis and i didn't really play that much before it's just It's a natural motion and it works out. Does it look pretty most of the time? No. Does it get the job done? Sure. So, you know, throw me in there. All right. And we'll get to the dinner in a second. But I do think one of my takeaways from this episode and really the whole season, I think Vanita's on her way out.
1: Yeah, she didn't do anything again.
0: She's just kind of there. And like she wasn't at all brass for obvious reasons. Now that we find out she wasn't at Austin's party again for obvious reasons that we find out. And she's just kind of there. I mean, she, was she pleasant at times? Yeah. Did she bring a lot? No. She's just, again, just there.
1: Yeah, she didn't do anything one way or the other. It wasn't yeah. good or bad. She's just, like, present in the mm-hmm. room. We saw Craig. I, I don't think I've ever, I know a lot of people that work in the food industry. I've never heard one of them, like, drop food and Bev casually. Like, I've been food and Bev. Like, he it's lashes out. the service out.
0: industry. That's the only thing I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Service industry. Food and Bev. Food and Bev. He, Naomi just says, let's be respectful to the waitress because they're all talking over her while she's trying to get their order. Craig's been crushing drinks all day long. He's borderline, like, borderline blackout at this point. And he goes, how long did you serve? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a tough look because she's not coming at anybody individually. She's talking about the table as a whole just needs to be respectful so she can take the order. That's a reasonable thing to say, and she was right. Yeah, shut the fuck up, put the order in, and then talk. Like, just be polite. And he goes off on her, and then takes it to the point where he's like, move on with your life, like, get over it. It's like, dude. You started this. You started this, and that's not what was happening. Meanwhile, he's sneaking off from the table to take more shots at the bar with random people.
0: Yep. Like, it was just... Well, I will take a bit of a stance here and I have a little bit of a gripe with people in the service industry that do this. You didn't serve in the military. Who are you to be like, how long did you serve? How long were you, do you ever work in a restaurant (laughs) before? I fucking hate when they do that. Everybody, not everybody I know that works in the service industry, but a lot of people I know that worked in the service industry will talk about their times in the restaurant. I was in the kitchen. I did this. I don't care. I'm at the same restaurant as you. You want to go back there and help them? No, then shut the fuck up and sit down. That's what I would have told Craig. Craig, that's it's just like, stupid. It would have shut down the whole but thing. But it also, like, we've had the last couple of episodes, and it looked like Naomi was you know, looking pretty bad. I mean, she went to Whitney, obviously bad look. And it didn't look like she was over Craig. Now we flip the script. Naomi just said, hey, can everybody calm down? She wasn't talking at Craig. She wasn't talking to Craig specifically. Nope. Everybody had their own conversations going on. She just said to the table, hey, can we calm down for a second and let her figure out what we want to order? Craig blows the fuck up in Naomi clearly he's not over it
1: that's the whole thing and that's like the underlying most important thing to take away from this episode for somebody that's trying to prove that you don't give a shit anymore this does the opposite yeah this paints a very bad picture do i think that he's still into naomi i really don't no i I don't don't get that vibe but perception is everything and if you watch this episode back especially if you watch it with Paige she's gonna have some questions like one why did you get so fucking drunk and two why did you lash out at her like she wasn't saying anything nothing happened and you made it a huge deal and stormed off from the table that takes us to the rob huh? and before we can get started shooter before we're gonna dive into this i got some things to tell you i got so many rob Hus in our dms i got. RobHa alert, I got someone that said, I can't look at RHOBH without thinking rob anymore, and to top it off, to top it off, this is the fucking cherry on top, and I've been saving this, I didn't send it to you. Listen to this. I love you guys, I listen to you every Friday morning
0: while I am in hair and makeup before our Friday morning newscast. I just wanna say, after last week, I'm actually shocked that your DMs weren't blown up with people yelling RobHa. I think that it is hysterical that more people haven't admitted
1: that that's exactly how they say it out loud, or at least in their mind whenever they're reading the acronym, because it makes
0: perfect sense. Anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Holly. I guess I can't really single her out directly, but.
1: God. Dude, when I tell you, I felt we could end the episode now. Like it, it. Made me so happy because I knew I could throw this in your fucking face. And I was so thrilled. I've been, like, trying to keep myself from texting it to you because I was so fucking excited. And I did it. I made it here. And in your face, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Do they realize what they've done, though? Like,
0: now we're going to move on. They have on. no idea.
1: Oh, they have no clue.
0: We're going to move on to Salt Lake City and you're going to be like, Roslick. Oh, man. And they're going to be like, bit. nice. This is so oh, cool. Oh, man. That was and then we're going to go
1: to Potomac. Rope. It's like, ah, god damn it. I, I was going to say, I literally had a bit in my mind. I was like, oh, I can't wait for Salt Lake City to start so I can try to figure out how to say that one. Yeah. That's I, ruined. It, yeah. Well, you're welcome. Damn it. Well, I still got the Rob Hub. Yeah, no,
0: you did get the Rob Hub. Oh give you my your, God. I'll give you your props.
1: It felt so good. Thank you, you know, Erica. Thank nobody you ever so said, much.
0: Nobody ever said, Erica? I think I said Holly.
1: You said Holly, but I think that's just because you're mad that she actually said Rob Hub. Yeah, I don't care. Let's get into a very disappointing episode um i was under the impression and everybody that watches bravo was under the impression that this was it this was what we've been waiting for this is what we read about in all of those tabloids early on like this was supposed to be the climax we were supposed to see it we got that haunting finish to the episode last week like later that night like all of that shit all they do the whole entire show is just reference what happened without saying what happened I felt like I was pulling my fucking hair out the whole time. Like I was so I was checking my phone constantly to see what time it was, to see how much time we had left, to see if anything was going to happen. I am so fucking tired of this show. <laughs>
0: I, am I, too. A, I, we've gone through it. We had the stupid fucking show episode with Diana becoming the villain, fell flat. The whole Aspen trip, honestly. This was the worst of it. The things that we didn't know about Aspen were way better. I agree. This was stupid as shit. You're going to fucking tell me that they don't have a camera crew anywhere near that? You're going to tell me that Kathy Hilton figured out a way to contact Bravo and be like, hey, you can't show this footage because I'm losing my mind? Maybe. But maybe there's nothing. Rina fucking is on Instagram constantly posting texts, posting whatever fucking reaction that she wants. She didn't take her phone out to take a picture or video. She didn't actually do a full... We keep saying she had a play-by-play that she was sending to Erica. She didn't fucking play-by-play shit. She just said that Kathy was losing her mind, and then she, we had to get her in the Sprinter van, and then she went home, and she went nuts. Very
1: generalized statements. Do I believe anything that is saying? Fuck no. That's what I was going to ask, and I was going to wait till later, but let's just dive in now since this no. episode sucked. You don't believe a word of it. No.
0: And I think that her and Erica are just conniving. Did I think that Kathy may have had a meltdown? Sure. She had a rough day. The whole tequila bullshit happened. Then she went out. She was already dreading the fact about going to that club. I don't know why she went to the club to begin with. I thought Sutton had the best line. She didn't start. Nobody wanted to start a conga line with her, so she had a meltdown. That's fucking funny. (laughs) That was funny. That's really funny to me. Did she have a meltdown? Sure. Did every other person on this show send garcelle sutton maybe a little bit of crystal did even crystal had a meltdown they all had fucking
1: meltdowns is this any worse than the others probably not well see that's where i think that it gets muddied because again we're going back to that article that was written by that same website that Mm -hmm. apparently renna might be feeding them info we were under the impression since before the season started that This was going to be like some scathing remarks, like some racial remarks, some homophobic remarks, like there were some really bad things that were being said. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that didn't happen because I don't know. We don't know what's going to come out and I don't want to act like I do. Maybe that was said, maybe it wasn't. We were given the info that that might be what was happening tonight. So because of that, I think that it, it gets much more difficult to say like, was Rina lying? is Rinna the one that's behind this whole thing? Like, I feel like it's tough to take a firm stance. Do I think that if she didn't say anything that was like actually really hurtful, like if this was just your run-of-the-mill housewives freakout, dude, we've watched Teresa get kicked out of like 15 different restaurants. Yeah. Like awful, awful meltdowns. Like, do we see those same meltdowns in public in Beverly Hills? Yeah, we do. Like, that's where I get so confused that was this that bad? Or is this Rinna being Rinna again? We've seen it all fucking season. We've seen it on fucking social media. Like, she thinks that she runs the show, and she also clearly thinks that she's struggling a little bit or wouldn't be posting all this shit. She's trying to make a name for herself, trying to stay relevant. Is this, like, the biggest play that she's ever had, setting something in motion before the season even airs to then kind of build off of that? And not to mention... Bravo fucking latched on. They used it to their advantage to push this narrative for the entire season. And I'm telling you right fucking now, if this wraps up and we get it was just like your run-of-the-mill fucking freakout, I'm not watching next season. Because they used this whole fucking thing, they used it to twist our minds, they used it to make us expect something that's never coming, just to top it off with, yeah, Kathy lost her shit. Who gives a fuck? No, we care. should have
0: honestly, we really should have, we're intelligent fucking people. We should have seen that this wasn't bad. Kathy has been on Watch What Happens Live three fucking times this season. Yeah,
1: that's true. Bravo
0: hasn't written her off. If she did something really bad and they knew about it, they wouldn't have her on the fucking show. That's true. And I think they I... wouldn't have cut her because everybody deserves to see it, I guess, and see if she's the fucking monster that everybody's portraying her as. They wouldn't have had her on these little extra shows. It just wouldn't have fucking happened. And I've got more Rinna sitting there talking about how Kyle is more wealthy and successful than Kathy Hilton. Fuck off. There's no way. Not even close. There's no way, right? No. And I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off here, but Kyle is probably nothing without Kathy. I disagree. Kathy doesn't get into the end of the Hilton family. Mauricio doesn't ever land this fucking job that gets him all this money. Kyle doesn't marry Mauricio. They or Maybe they do. Who the fuck knows? It just doesn't work out. She's not even close to as wealthy as Kathy, so fuck off, Rinna, you're completely wrong. Also, going back to Kyle, if this was so bad, and I guess next week we'll see her crying and whatever, if this was so bad, wouldn't Kyle have been super distraught the next day? She says, oh, my eyes are super puffy and like I'm so tired of crying. Why did you cry? Well, I I cried in the hat shop yesterday, and then I cried with Erica. Yeah, she didn't even true. mention the fact that she would have cried with Kathy.
1: So it didn't fucking happen. Well, Nothing happened with the insight that we get. The short little tidbit of info that we get is what was said was about the girls in the group. Like she was talking shit about Kyle. She was talking shit about Erica. She was talking shit about seemingly everybody in the group. And that's where I get suspicious. Once again, if you're talking about everybody in the group, now everyone's on the same team. But again, Who's spinning the narrative? Rinna. The like, least reliable narrator. Honestly. And she, had, she was the one that spilled the beans on Yolanda like way back. And that turned out not to be true. So like, she has a history of making bold, bold statements and then being called out in lies. It's happened time and time again. She did the same shit with Denise Richards. Like This is a pattern. So again, am I saying that nothing horrible was said? no no we don't know for sure okay and i'm not going to take that stance but given the info right given what we've been presented as an audience as brav bros rinna's full of shit has to be she has to be full of shit let's There's just no take the erica approach
0: way. let's take the erica approach and just say how are you going to prove it how until are you we prove see it? footage until we see exactly what kathy did and how bad it was
1: what do you have for us? We don't have anything. Nothing. We, all we have is an article that was written before the season started, and we've yet to see the info come through. Now, Zach did reference something when we were on the show that he does seem to think that there's some validity to it. So maybe some more will come out. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But we're speaking from an objective standpoint, what we've been presented as an audience Rinna tends to be full of shit, so maybe she's full of shit here. And if
0: they're holding the footage and they release it like next week's show, I'm going to be so angry. They are, there's no, I don't think they have footage from that night. That's what I'm thinking. Like maybe the club wouldn't allow cameras to come in, I which is credible. I think I that guess makes that. sense. But, but th- the Sprinter vans are all Bravo. There's
1: cameras in every corner of the thing. And that's, I would argue though, that might give some more validity to the statement that something terrible was said. If we don't see any of that footage, I will be more skeptical. Yeah. If none of the footage comes out, then maybe Kathy did have it scrubbed. I don't know what kind of power she has. I don't know what she can do. I know she has a shitload of money, but we'll wait and see. I don't know. It was just... It was... But the two
0: people that are spinning the whole narrative are Erica and Rinna, the least credible this season, every season, who the fuck cares. You're telling me that Kathy went home, had a full meltdown, threw her glasses on the ground, slammed them, screamed everywhere, Mauricio and Kyle like didn't wake up? They
1: didn't know about it? That Well, I don't think... I- I that know the fact that sense. Kyle wasn't home. Kyle wasn't home yet because she was getting the texts. Um, right, I, I was fair. reading over Erica's shoulder and saw the text. So she wasn't home yet. I'm assuming Mo was probably with her. So I, I, I'm under the impression that it was just Rinna and Kathy in the house at that point. Okay. But. Fine. I will say that Erica Jane had a great episode. You know, I'm not team Erica again, but I will say she was very enjoyable to watch. I love the line that says, like, you don't fuck with people who have things to protect. I don't have anything to protect. So like she doesn't care. Like she's going to go in and that's, again, what might be the other side of the argument here is like Erica doesn't have anything to lose and I will agree with her. I agree with her twice tonight. One, I do think that Garcelle should have given her a heads up. I think she should have just been like, hey, I'm talking shit about you on national television. Just a heads
0: up. It was definitely way worse than I thought it was going to be because she talked about it last week at the end of her spat with Erica, whatever. She said, you know what? No, I'm not going to give her a heads up. There's no, I don't feel obligated to do so. At the time, I thought she just had like a casual conversation yeah, on The View about it, and it really the wasn't real. a whole lot. Um, yeah, I keep calling it The View. And it was way worse. Like, I think Crystal even asked her, you know, did you say that you didn't really want to talk about it because you're kind of friends with Erica? And she's like, oh, the producer didn't really give me that option. I had to talk about it, but she, she talked about it, and she said how she felt. So I'm not going to disregard that i mean she spoke her truth which is fine but yeah if it's that damning and you're really gonna kind of attack her character and talk about the whole legal process and everything that's going on yeah you should probably give her a heads up even maybe not in the moment because obviously tensions are high in aspen but shoot shooter attacks and be like hey just a heads up this thing's coming out today didn't want you to get blindsided
1: yeah no, That'd I be think fine. that, that w- would have been the right way to go so that's the first First time I agree with Erica, the second time I agree with her, regardless of what happened on the freakout, when she's talking to Diana, like, yeah, it 100% needs to be brought up in front of the entire group. Like, they need to address this because if Kathy Hilton, regardless of her high standing in Beverly Hills, is going to be a real housewife, then she has to face the music. She needs to be called out on her shit. So I thought that it was bullshit that they all get to this party and. You know, for Crystal's sake, I'm glad it didn't blow up so that Mm -hmm. she could have herself like a a nice little Roaring Twenties birthday party, but in no other scenario other than maybe a Diana scenario, because they're afraid to fuck with her too, would they not address it the next night? We've seen it countless times where something pops off the night before, and the following evening, they could be at a charity event, as Mm -hmm. we've seen, they could be out at dinner, they could be anywhere. They always bring it back up. Somebody will bring back up the drama from the night before. Clearly, nobody wanted to fuck with Kathy, so nobody said a fucking word.
0: Well, yeah, and Lisa running away. I thought it was really funny. Diana actually had a good moment calling Rena a chicken. Yeah. And doing the cluck cluck. No,
1: like. no, she said quack quack. Oh,
0: she said quack she said, quack quack. quack, quack. I'm giving her more credit. And then I was confused. I'm still confused, but that was still funny. No, it was funny. Calling her a chicken is funny because she was. She I was mean, a chicken. She's the only one who's making these allegations, she's the only one who was there. She went through the whole thing. If you're going to text people behind their back and give them all this shit, at least call them out on her. At least like, hey, you're going to pull people aside. Why can't you pull Kathy aside? You've known her for 30 years, you say. Pull her aside and be like, Kathy, like I still don't feel that comfortable after what happened. Are you good? Have you talked to Kyle? You know, the things that you're actually worried about. Instead, she's probably scared because she knows what she's going to do and what narrative she's starting. She doesn't want to be in a room with
1: Kathy because Kathy could enter. But then, like, if you're going to do that, you have to stand up and, like, face it. And, no, don't pull her aside and have a side conversation. Like, you would call anybody else out in the group. You have to call them out in front of the group. Everyone deserves a say in the matter because this is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and that's how it works. Period. I think we do
0: get that next week at least somewhat. Yes, we we do. We don't.
1: We get Kyle lisa and kathy alone that's three of them and two of them are sisters that doesn't fucking count
0: well at least there's someone there
1: we get a uh rina talking to the group but i don't think kathy was there for that conversation because no. it flashes to the next one and that's when it's the three of them sitting together and they're finally addressing whatever was said so no they don't go through the proper channels there is a formula to this there is a way to do things and they're fucking it all up and i think we've both been like controlled yelling for the past like 15 minutes but It was really, really frustrating to watch this all happen, and I just wanted to have a nice roaring 20s birthday party with a little drama at the end where we finally can tie a bow on this fucking season, and we didn't get that. Instead, we got literally 45 minutes of alluding to something that happened that we already know happened that we don't need to hear the fucking preamble anymore. We don't need to hear, was it that bad? Yeah, it was that bad. I'm still not comfortable with it. I can't talk about it. Was it that bad? What did she say? Oh, it was bad. Like, are you that's not TV? That is not television. It's not something I want to sit down and watch. I'm, I'm a hot little potato right
0: now. <laughs> no, and, and I might have some bad news for you. The reunion isn't slated to drop until October 12th.
1: How many more episodes do we have? I thought now next week would be the finale. This
0: might be like the Super Bowl. A where week they off. Take a week off. But next week should be the finale, I hope. It has to be
1: because they clearly are addressing it next week and there's nothing else to talk about after this. I hope. God, I
0: hope. I'm so tired. I'm
1: exhausted. The one funny note that I'll say, the one reprieve that I had was when Crystal's giving her speech for her birthday, which I think that's the move. I think the move is at a birthday party, have whoever's party it is give a, a thank you, like a little quick thank you to the group and blow out the candle. You didn't I, want to
0: see Asher sing her
1: happy birthday, I didn't. And even, then Erica sing over Asher. Honestly, didn't even think of that. Ugh. Had Asher sung happy birthday, I would have been happier with that outcome. I'm talking that about been funny. At least it would have been great. But I'm talking about birthdays in general. Nobody likes being the singy. Yeah. Right? What do you do? I don't know. Just I never know. Awkwardly. I've. I've done it 32 times and I still don't know what the fuck to do. I okay? stare
0: into the flame and look for visions. I
1: do like the the half smile, nod, like ah ah, like you make eye contact with certain people. You just kind of like nod and like put your hands up, and like space oh, space out
0: around the second verse. Yeah,
1: this is wacky. Like yeah. oh, it's my birthday. Ooh, <laughs> thanks guys. Thanks. You guys all suck at singing. <laughs> Keep a tone. You're flat. You're all flat. <laughs> um, but I thought that was that was the way to do it. From now on, I'm just gonna give a quick little thank you and blow out the candles. But It was really funny when she's like, it's my last year in my 30s, and it's like crickets. The whole room gets mad at her. Like, you bitch. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Ha ha, we get it. All right, you're 39. Leave us alone. I thought that was hysterical. Like It went to each individual woman, and they're all like, okay. Now it's time for the question portion. We got a lot of cues from you guys, so um, we're going to try to get to as many as we can, but we Q's? can't get to all. I'm trying to do a thing.
0: Oh, God. Uh, it's a thing. One of your things landed today. Don't try to do too many things.
1: Well, I kind of start thinking of the next one. You already ruined Ross for me. <laughs> 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 so here's a cue. Um, from dodger 81 thank you for having an easy Instagram handle to read.
0: Boo Dodgers.
1: <laughs> yeah, boo Dodgers. Do you think there's footage of Kathy or is the cease and desist to Bravo true? I didn't know there was a cease and desist.
0: Uh, that's the rumor is that she sent out a cease and desist to Bravo so that they wouldn't release the footage of her and her oh. meltdown. I, I don't know. I, I, I do think that whatever club they were going to, I could see them not allowing cameras in because they don't want it to be a fucking circus. I get that. So I'm going to say the cease and desist is not true. They just probably didn't have good footage.
1: I'm going to say, I think that maybe some of it was pulled on her request. I don't know if all of it was pulled. I do think that some of it was. I, I think there's no possible way that they don't have cameras in that house when she gets home. There or, just isn't. It's not it really possible. wasn't
0: that bad. And they'd or rather wasn't just that bad. not show it and just keep alluding to it. I'm thinking that we're going to like
1: that. But again, like, I don't think that's ever happened previously. So like, that would be a weird move. So I think that, is there a cease and desist involved? I don't know. Is some of the footage pulled? I would, I would think yes. From Tay Tarte underscore Parte. All right. That's that's a lot to say. Hey. I liked it though. Do you think Cherie should come back for another season? What about Dorit? Uh,
0: Actually, this, I was going to bring this up. This was going to be my question to you. Ah. So well, let's just do this. Partay you do it. Yeah, I know. Well, no, not really. The question is, oh. what did you make
1: of Cherie signing her name on the card? I thought it was hilarious. Really? I thought it was a shitty move, but I yeah. thought it was funny, especially because she signed it in highlighter. I think that had she not told Garcelle, it would have been worse. But I don't because, think Garcelle believed her. I think she
0: was like, oh, I would kill you.
1: Yeah, she did say I would kill you. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah, I think that she just thought it was a joke.
1: I <laughs> see. I think that's funnier.
0: It's a little funny. I, it a I think move. it's a shitty move. But it's like sixty forty, it's shitty over shitty funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, shitty funny. It's shitty anyway. Funny. Um, no, I really don't. I, I thought that Cherie was pleasant, but I I don't really need to. She does really not really bring anything to the table. I
1: I agree with you. She doesn't bring much. She doesn't do much when she's on the screen. Like she's not taking a stance one way or the other. I thought it was weird when Garcelle was like she actually asked Garcelle would you give the earrings back? And I was mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that showed me. And we've heard inklings that Sheree is more on like team Diana than she is on team Sutton and like that whole split. So
0: I don't need to see that then.
1: No, I don't either. I don't, yeah. I don't care for that. So like, nah, she can go Dorit smell you later. I, yeah. Oh,
0: Dorit was part of that question. Dorit, yeah.
1: She said, what about Dorit?
0: Um, I don't know. I guess if you're going to get rid of Rina, keep Dorit. Okay. For yeah. now.
1: Yeah, one of those two have to go, Yeah, but not both of them. I yep. agree with that. Oh, we got a couple of questions regarding this. Um, so uh, we got an answer to the whole Coke in the bathroom thing. Yeah. Um, that was a scene where Rinna asked Dorit like a while ago if she did Coke in the bathroom. So that's where that all came from. Oh. Okay, so that was a Housewives reference in which we were not aware of. I think 150 people might have mentioned it to us over the past week. So if you mentioned it to us, thank you for keeping us cool and relevant. We appreciate you. From Texas 35917, what was Erica Jane dressed as from the Brav Bros perspective?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm going to say Lady Liberty.
1: I was going to say Statue of Liberty. Oh, there you go. Hey, there you go.
0: We'll call it Messy Lady yeah, Liberty. Yeah, because
1: she's the pretty mess, right? It wasn't
0: the 20s thing. Yeah, it was I a really messy...
1: By the way, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been so many... Um, Roaring Twenties outfits over multiple franchises over the past season. We had Roaring Twenties party in Charleston, which makes sense because, you know, Charleston was Mm -hmm. a big whatever. We also had one in Dubai. I don't even remember. um, Oh, yeah. yeah, Stanberry did the Roaring Twenties. And then we have another Roaring Twenties here. Was there
0: one in Ultimate Girls Trip or am I...
1: There was. Yeah. One of them dressed as a flapper. There you go. Yeah. So Dorit did, or Dorinda, dressed as a flapper. Yeah. So do we need to dress up as Roaring... Can we wear like old school 20s suits
0: we could dress up like a mob i want to do a if
1: we do a live show which all things are pointing to we might actually have some coming up we'll keep you posted about that but do we need to dress up in rowing 20s office
0: sounds very uncomfortable you're you're such a
1: bummer (laughs) i will i'll do it
0: for a party but i'm not going to do it sitting on a stage or god wherever the hell we're doing this whatever
1: and the last one, just to tie it all together, from RLZ123, Erica's headpiece, is it 20s or Statue of Liberty? We already addressed it. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the confirmation. Statue of Liberty. But um, that's all I got. You got anything else?
0: Oh, no. I got it all out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel better. I feel... I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally exhausted.
0: Yeah, I feel better.
1: Yeah. I think I can sleep well tonight, but... um. At least until people start coming for us in the comments. Yeah, this could be a tough one. We'll see. Time will tell. Bring it on. Yeah, we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, But As I said before, be on the lookout for some news dropping. It might be in the next couple of weeks. It might be in the next month or so. But just pay attention to our Instagram, our TikToks. Uh, we have a lot of things that are like right on the cusp. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. So just keep an eye out. Um, We will be dropping those. I am not good at holding on to information. I like to spill the beans. So Yeah, that's fine. Not when it comes to secrets. I'm a vault with secrets, but when it comes to like exciting news, I just want to tell people. So I promise you, the minute that we find out any of this like is set in stone, you'll be the first to know. I'll I'll blow up your Instagram with it. So Keep an eye out. Um, As usual, follow us on Instagram at brav underscore bros. Follow us on Twitter at brav underscore bros. And follow us on TikTok at brav bros. But um, that's all we got tonight.
0: Yeah, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we feel a little bit better.
1: Brav bros are out of here. Bye.